0: Welcome to
1: Thrive in Business Together with Nikki and and Ness. We would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of country, the Yagara and Wurundjeri people of Brisbane and Melbourne respectively, where Nikki and I both work and live.
0: In today's episode, Ness and I have a conversation about defining what hard work, inverted commas, actually means. You know, there's really two ends of the spectrum that set us up to fail because we feel like we're always either falling short because we're not working long enough hours or the other end of the spectrum is that it's we're working more than four hours. So what does that mean about how we're working and how we're approaching? And this conversation really came about as Ness and I were reflecting on the year that we had last year and the work that we've put into building our business together. It's interesting because I almost felt this hesitation to say that we'd worked hard, but we did. We did work hard to achieve the results that we were enjoying, that we had achieved. And we were talking about the fact that actually there is a resourceful or there's a healthy hard work and there's an unresourceful, unhealthy hard work. So we invite you today to join us as we unpack what is the difference And help you identify where you might sit. And most importantly, what you can do to break the cycle if you find that you're stuck in this unhealthy cycle of hard work. Enjoy. So, Ness, I'm really excited about this topic that we're talking about because we've been taught, particularly generations since the Industrial Revolution, that hard work equals long hours, you know, the badge of honor you know, what this is, how this is translated really into the corporate and then now the business world, it's things like if you're the last one to leave the office, if you're sending emails at 11pm, if you're working on weekends, you know, it's again, it's wearing this busy as a badge of honour. And I guess if we think about it back then, back in the day, it was a means of survival and progress and recognition. But what's really interesting is that in this modern day world, we see this flip over to this new age ideal, which is that business shouldn't be hard work. And in fact, there should be this expectation we put on ourselves that the four hour working week or laptops on the beach, you know, we've all seen the ads, we've all seen the dreams that have been sold to us. But I I wonder, it's this feeding of unrealistic expectations and standards that we'll never actually live, live up to. And what this does is it leaves us feeling like we're doing something wrong because, in fact, it does feel like hard work. And the reality is growing and sustaining a successful business, it is hard work. So I feel like the problem we have at the moment in this modern day business world is that we've been presented with two options and they're at varying, varying ends of the spectrum. But, you know, I'm curious, you know, to explore what this middle ground could be. And before we get into what that could be, I'd just love to know what your thoughts are on this kind of predicament that we're in at the moment as busy
1: business owners. Absolutely. It's such a great topic. And really, I think with the years of experience that I've had in business and the transition from full-time employment into the business mindset, it's a really great topic to be talking about. So there's a couple of things. One, I think that our society, you know, busy is a badge of honour for a lot of people because I think there's so many reasons behind that. But for some people, it's about feeling important and feeling like, you know, if, well, I've got to be there for my job, for my family, for other people, all of that kind of thing. So it's about letting other people know around how important you are. But I actually think this topic today is about something quite different. And it's the belief that we have around time. So I was taught in my corporate days that the longer the hours you put in, it proved to the management and people above me that I was serious and committed. And therefore, you know, I remember one of the guys I used to work with always used to say to me, I'd be driving home from Melbourne like at nine o'clock at night because I'd been to a meeting all day. And he'd go, well, that's why you get paid the big bucks. But it used to be so frustrating because it was sort of like, well, I, I can't complain about it, but I'm getting paid really well to do that. And so I just have to accept it. But if I was doing my work within the business hours that I was officially paid for to other people, I wasn't actually stepping up and, you know, working hard. So I think the first thing is when you start your business, it will depend on whether you have role models that have had businesses and if your role models also work hard. So thinking of that, you know, even in the in some industries like hospitality, for example. It's long hours. My friends whose parents had the fish and chip shop, felt like they were always at work. So what's our role modeling that we've had and therefore what's influenced our belief around what working hard looks like and how that relates to business success? Because Mm. there's so many studies and I can't pull one off the top of my head, but there's so many studies that talk about the longer we work, the less productive we are. The more hours we do, the later at night, Like I know it myself, you're just fatigued and you can't keep going and you can't continue to do your best when you're burning the candle at both ends. And so I think there's a reality check that we get at some point when we run our own businesses in whatever way that comes, but we get the realisation that either I have to work really hard, whatever your definition of really hard is, often long hours, or I can't have a business. And I think that's the challenge that's out there because the reality is if your belief is associated with long hours to be successful and you do that, what I see, what we see with our clients is it builds resentment, it goes towards burnout, like all the reasons why some of the women that we've worked with have said, I think I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna shut the doors. Mm-hmm. Successful businesses with teams, outwardly looking amazing. And not actually feeling like they can continue to do it because it's exhausting. They're not getting paid well, you know, like just so many barriers to to them continuing to succeed. So this is such an important topic to really question what are your beliefs around it? And it was interesting that when we had this discussion, the two of us have very different beliefs around what working hard is. So what was your belief, Nikki? Yeah. I mean, I think
0: there's so much in what you just said there as well. I think I just want to sort of touch on the comment that you made about the guilt, you know, that, well, that's why you get paid the big bucks. I mean, how many times have we been told in different ways? Yep. That's right. I should, we're going to bring in the shoulds. Mm -hmm. I should be working the long hours because I've got to earn, you know, earn my money. And even we've talked about this so much, but the guilt that we carry around money beliefs, it's the same kind of thing. You know, what if it was easy. If we could flip this around, there's an underlying belief, as you say, around, and this this comes into answering that question, you know, this is definitely a belief I'd have, I've had to unpick, is that, well, it has to feel like hard work, it has to feel like, it wasn't easy. In other words, it maybe was a struggle or, and again, that could look like long hours. I definitely remember in corporate, I had my little moment of pride when the big boss was still around and I was the only one at my desk and it was well after hours. Oh, that's and so like, sad. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know, I'm in my mid twenties and that's what I've, I've learned. And, mm. and then when you go out on your own and then, you know, when you go on your own, it's a whole other ballpark. But then the other pattern I see with business owners who have teams, is that then as their team starts to grow, then there's guilt attached to, well, I can't go. I remember talking to a, a, biz, a woman business owner and she said, well, I can't go and do an 11 a.m. Pilates class if I grow my team. Like we were talking about what's stopping you from growing your team. And one of the things was an underlying guilt that if I grow my team, I have to give up my, you know, mid morning Pilates classes, mm-hmm. which is complete BS for these days, right? Like we don't have to be the longest. So it is flipping it on its head and looking at, well, if it's not hard work, what is it? What if it was easy? Mm. There's this entanglement of guilt that if I get results, if I earn really good money and I didn't struggle for it, this is definitely something personally. And again, what we say, you know, and I didn't struggle for it. Did I really earn it? Mm. Did I really earn it? Maybe I didn't. Maybe I'm not worth it. Maybe, you know, it'll disappear quickly. That's another one. So there's just so much behind this. And again, then if we bookend that with, but why are other people, we talk about comparisonitis, why are other people on Instagram or other business owners that I see, why can they have the four-hour work week? And so all of a sudden, we're carrying all this guilt. We're trying to break these cycles. Half of them, we don't even realize are there. And we're holding ourselves up to unrealistic expectations. So fascinating to me, the phases of solo business owner with team, as team grows, one of our favorite mentors denise duffield thomas she talks about you know new level same devil we often hear new level new devil but really this is new level same devil playing out so it's something we need to keep an eye out what are your thoughts there ness around this new level new, same devil <laughs> playing out in different phases like do you think that hard work has many different faces as we evolve as business owners
1: absolutely and I think that's through learnt experience and often, unfortunately, it's the experience that says I can't keep going doing this anymore. So something's got to give. And, you know, think back for myself, as I said, my belief around hard work was long hours. But then interestingly, as you were saying that, I can think of times where I go, you know, I'm facilitating a workshop tomorrow and I've put in half an hour of prep. And I feel like that's not enough. So maybe I should actually be doing another three hours of preparation for it because surely I can't just walk in. I feel like I'm winging it. What I think we don't give ourselves credit for is the longer we're in business, the longer we know our trade, you know, I think of the numerous times, like it's like, so many times that I've facilitated, so many times I've coached, so many hours of coaching and unpacking e discs and all of those kind of things that I'm now at a point where the prep doesn't take as long, but my mindset around it's got to feel hard, like you were referring to sort of like, can't be this easy. Am I going to stop up? <laughs> you so know? Am I going to get there and I'm going to make an idiot of myself because. I haven't prepped. Yeah. So sometimes it actually comes back to that, you know, you're playing with so many different levels of beliefs. And one of them is that questioning yourself, that sort of self doubt, you feel a bit like, well, maybe this means that you kind of put the cause and the ma- the means and the cause together, right? If you get this, then that's because of that, And it's not necessarily the case. I do well because I spend hours preparing. Well, that's not necessarily true. Mm. So I think in every time we start to feel overwhelmed by the amount of work that we have to do, have to, should be doing, it's a great opportunity to step back and actually just go, wow, what's going on here? Now, sometimes we can do it for ourselves. Sometimes we can ask that question around, what's the belief that I have about working past, you know, X amount of time? Like this morning, I had to do some personal things. So now in my head, it was funny. I had this thing. Well, I can work late tonight. (laughs) It's like, but at times you will need to do that because there's so many hours in a day and you do need to get work done. It's when it becomes this habitual thing. I think that that's where the challenge lies because we behave to match our belief system. And that plays out. So if we're not happy with the results, and what I mean by results is working too late or feeling like you have no time or being pulled in a 100 different directions, then we need to go back to where the cause of that was. And the cause actually isn't external to us. It's our internal system. And that's what we have to challenge, whether we can do it ourselves, whether we need a coach in our lives, or whether we have a very insightful business buddy who can help us be accountable to that. And meanwhile, we're probably going to need to do the same for them. Then I think we can start to uncover what's going on to sort of end up in this place where we're feeling frustrated or burnt out Mm -hmm. because We've created this monster around us and there's so many different layers to this that we could be three more yeah. podcasts out of this almost. <laughs> and longer, five days. <laughs> yeah. So really, I think that it has to be what's the definition, what's the belief that you have around what hard work means. That's got to be at the crux of solving this problem.
0: Yeah. Wow, really powerful stuff there. Really, you know, what I'm hearing in that as well is it's about breaking these cycles, which is, of course, what we talk about a lot on this podcast, but it's about what are those specific cycles and patterns that you identify for yourself? You know, we've talked about a few that, you know, those of you that are listening, you might resonate with, you might be thinking of other definitions of hard work or things that are holding you back or feelings of guilt that come up. It's identifying what your patterns and cycles are. And then it's never, the thing is never the thing, isn't it? Ness? Yeah. It's going deeper and understanding, this isn't like a, about, you know, intense therapy sessions and things, although big advocate of therapy, highly recommend it, you know, all of that. But it's just understanding enough to be able to look at how can I break that pattern? How can I break that cycle so that I can move forward here and now and, you know, in a really healthy, resourceful adult way? Because a lot of what we have that is driving our behavior now actually is from beliefs that were created when we were not. Big people. <laughs> we, yes. we were children, we yeah. were young, we were surviving. And having that awareness around that is really critical to this success. So, you know, we have been taught so many things externally from society, but what is that tapping into in terms of, of our internal belief system? Absolutely. We could talk about this for so many hours. I want to ask before we mm-hmm. sort of start to wrap this up is the four hour work week? is it actually even possible, Ness? What what do you think? Is it real? Is
1: it it real? (laughs) Or is it just the man who wrote the book? (laughs) Exactly. Is it just just a good book title? I'm not sure. (laughs) It is a good book title. What do I believe about that? Look, I think it's going to depend on what season you're in, in life and business. So I see that as something quite achievable for someone who's grown a business has a very clear vision on what their role and purpose is within that business and then brings people in into the business to be able to fulfill that purpose and to be able to you know have the impact that their idea that started the business created I think it's a way to start to really think and I challenge some of my clients on this think like you're going to sell your business. So what kind of business would you be selling to somebody else? If you're the owner and you're working ridiculous hours and someone's looking to buy that, they're not going to be incentivized to come along and go, I can't wait to get into a business so I can work 80 hours a week in. <laughs> yes, let me give you millions. But if you have the opportunity to create something that allows you that space, but there must be purpose behind it. So we have to have a purpose of the business, but we also want to know what the purpose is in our life and around how business ties into that. So if it's really important to you to work four hours a week and because of that, what that gives you in your life, then I think it is achievable, but you have to create the business and the structure within the business to allow that to happen. Personally, that doesn't interest me at all do I want to work less? Do I want to retire? Yes. But will I always be doing some sort of volunteer capacity either on a board or, you know, working in our business still? Like, what do I want that to be? And so the business that you own isn't the only way that you can create a four-hour week because what are you putting into your week? Is it impossible? No, but should it be what every single person compares themselves against? Absolutely not. Mm -hmm. I don't think Business success equals four hours a week for everyone.
0: Mm, I love that. that. That's (laughs) my soapbox. (laughs) No, I agree. I agree with everything you said. And I think it really matters what phase of business you're in. So, you know, if you are listening to this and thinking, yeah, I relate to that comparisonitis. I relate to that feeling of what am I doing wrong because I'm not doing it this way. You might not be at the phase of business yet where you can do that. And to Nessa's point, challenge yourself. Do I want that? And that leads me to a whole other conversation, which might be another podcast episode, which is around actually defining what success looks like, because we've got a couple of soapboxes to get on about that. (laughs) And this (laughs) is the starting point. It's not just about defining what hard work looks like and finding your definition about that and what works for you. It's also about defining what success looks like because oftentimes people go, right, I want this multi-million dollar business. I want all these fancy things, but are they willing to put the work in? Like actually take a look at and this is where actually we come into businesses really well, Ness, because we look at the visionary component and then we look at the pathway to get there. And you know, that's very much playing on our strengths. Yeah. But whether you work with us and you listen to us I'm listening now, amazing. And if not, you need to bring both of those elements. What is the visionary component here? What do you want to create? What does success look like? What needs to happen in order for you to get there, the roadmap, which is Ness's area of brilliance. Because sometimes I found that people realize, actually, I don't want to put in that effort to get that result. I'm happy to have a smaller business or whatever the outcome might be, because that's a lot of work (laughs) to put in. So that's another really interesting concept around this. Ness, what would you say would be the number one thing for people to walk away with to start breaking this cycle or to, yeah, what's the action, I guess, from here in terms of this hard work? Because I guess the outcome of this episode is for us to walk away not bearing the burden of hard work, but not living in some, the clouds, you know, the reality is there is work that needs to be done to create the businesses we're striving to create.
1: What's a great action from today? Well, I think if I was to narrow it down to one thing, that one thing has to be challenging your beliefs. Even from listening to this, you might be out walking, you might be driving, you might be doing the ironing, washing, whenever you're podcast listening, stop and think, what's my definition of hard work? And how is that playing out in my business? Because it could be playing out in a way that is negatively impacting you, actually could be positively impacting you as well. And we want to celebrate those people who have healthy belief system that allows them to succeed in what they do. But if you're finding that you're erring on the side of, oh, I've got to challenge that belief, then that's the starting point, like understand what it is. So from then you can start challenging. And of course, you know, if you need some extra support with that, just head over to our website because we coach people and we do business health checks with businesses. So there's lots of ways that we could support you if that's something you need.
0: Thank you so much, Ness. I also, there is a blog that we have recently published that also talks about unhealthy versus healthy stress. And even just as you were talking about that, it reminded me, because again, it's about this definition, hard work, healthy good hard work versus the unhealthy, unconscious falling into the traps. And same thing, you know, let's understand this healthy versus unhealthy stress. We need stress. It's motivating. It drives us in business, but we can, when we can understand what the parameters are, when it starts to not serve us, our clients, our families, loved ones, that's what we need to be aware of. What an awesome chat, Ness. I think Yay. that is us. Unless there's any final thoughts you'd like to add, that's no. all right. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening. See you later, everybody. Thank mm-hmm. you.